What's up, everybody? How the heck are you doing? Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of Evening Alpha. It is Tuesday. I hope if you're in the States, you had a wonderful uh, and, and beautiful Labor Day weekend. You know, I did. Um, I ended up working because that's what I do. Like, I'm sitting by the pool, drinking a little bit, uh, cramming like hot dogs and burgers in my face. But at the same time, I'm also checking Discord. It's the weirdest thing ever. Like, it's like Discord and a hamburger, Discord and a hot dog. Uh, and now today is like I'm back on like a diet or something because I just lose all control on holidays. It's just the worst. But anyway, welcome. Uh, and so we have a wonderful guest tonight. Uh, as you guys know, we do a lot of uh, talking with just top-notch founders, uh, entrepreneurs in the Web3 space, people who are actually doing legitimate projects, kicking ass and taking names. Uh, and I'm, I'm really happy to say that that trend continues tonight. Uh, we have the one, the only Jordan from NFT Film Squad. What is up, the squad? How are you? I'm good. I'm great. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm uh, giddy. I'm Hell like, yeah! Great. Awesome. Me too. So so real quick. So what on earth? What's the squad about? Uh, the NFT Film Squad is the original media collective that's been producing content on. Um, Web3 and film since uh, I founded it in February 2021. And we're also the foundation of Film3. So if you've seen that hashtag floating around, um, we are pretty much the instigators, the catalyst, and the builders of uh, Film3. Awesome. So like, what is that? So it's interesting because, you know, you've been around a minute. And and so uh, kind of like us with, with Adult Fantasy, you know, we, when we, uh, <laughs> When we launched Adult Fantasy, um, and the and we announced ourselves as a decentralized storytelling project, mm. um, I mean, there was only like maybe like you guys and maybe like one or two other. Like there really wasn't that many people like at all. No. And and I think and tell me if you think this is true because I'm really genuine, especially someone that's been around a minute. Like ha after going through the bull run of last year, right? Mm. And you had I mean it just everybody was dro dropping PFP projects and. You know, I, my background is in animation and television, you know, so I've got 150 commercials under my belt with, with animated commercials and pilots and music videos, toys, comics, you name it. And so when I came in and I saw that like these people who, um, you know, I mean, everyone, half the people are anonymous, so you don't know who they are, but <laughs> everybody was pitching, everybody was pitching a, a pilot or an animated show. And yeah. I, I was just like, there's no fucking way. There's no way. Like maybe certainly some of these projects are going to have animated shows, but you could kind of tell by how they were pitching themselves that they either didn't know what they were doing or, or were hoping and dreaming that just because they would get some money from a drop that they would be able to pay for a, the, the production of a show, but they didn't understand the mechanics of it. And so when we came out, especially with my background, I mean, I got 20 years in animation, 20 plus, and um, people were, uh, people were like, well, you're an animator, you're an animation director why isn't animation on your roadmap? And, and I was like, well, because I've done it for 20 years and I know how hard it is. Like, I'm, I'm not stupid. Like when we're, we'll put it on the roadmap when we, when it's like locked in. And so from your perspective, you know, with, with, with 2021 behind us, all of a sudden it's like, it's almost like there's been a switch where all of a sudden, like everybody's coming, coming at it from the other side of story. All of a sudden storytelling is the core. There's so many good, 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 real storytelling projects. So yeah. I'm curious as to your perspective on, on web, like, like film three and storytelling and, 
maybe the differences that you saw from like when you got in last year or whatever to, to now, like, what uh, do you think? How long do you have? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> uh, no, seriously. Um, that's a massive question. And, and I think it's a great question because when all those PFP projects dropped and, um, you know, you can't include board ape yacht club here because they they set the the pace they set the tone and you relapse and their and their you know partnership to guy siri and things like that they that sets them apart um because they were the trailblazers but you know unfortunately a lot of a lot of projects came in with what you're talking about and they took advantage of the bull market and they didn't know what the fuck they were doing they didn't know by the way that and you know this animation great animation you know what is that a million dollars a minute that's a lot of work yeah yeah no but for real like that's the cost i had a conversation with the stoner cats about that and why they thought that they could pull off an animation like like they did and you know they have uh you know i don't know pretty well-known cast mila kunas ashen kutcher yeah James they're they're venture backed I mean, um, they're, they're pretty good and they, yeah and uh, but they realized and this we just we just had them in our space about a month ago they realized that this is not sustainable it's not sustainable so you know what i guess one of the things is is that you see the pfp projects that came in and they were all like yeah we're going to do these great things and some of them are you know you've got to give kudos to like time magazine and what they're doing with rubatos with the you know for the kids and you got there's there's a lot of other you know pfp projects that truly are they they got enough funding through that bull market and they're going to be doing some really really cool things but from my point of view i'm so happy for this build market i'm so happy for this bear market i'm so happy that a lot of the riffraff is gone um you know uh i i feel for the paper-handed people but i was here for crypto much longer than that and i know what it means to be a diamond-handed person and I know that those of us that build day by day, strong and steady, because we're building, especially if we've been in the business, if we've yeah. been in this business and we've been knocked on our fucking ass, we know we pick up, we dust off our shoulder and we yeah. keep going, right? So that's why I get super excited about where we are now, because I'm not going to lie. There's like, you have no idea what's coming down the pipe with like virtue animation. I do because they're my partners and a bunch of stuff. So uh, they're getting ready to blow the, the top off of animation. And that's because they come legitimately with Web3 ethos. They move with the Web3 ethos of decentralization of community, um, own, the community owning the IP. Uh, they have deep backgrounds in Web3 as well as like Bob Bacon is the ex um, uh, uh, vice president of Disney. So he comes with years of experience in, in animation. So I, I, I feel like on that, you're gonna see the real, some of the legacy guys that are that are true DGENs uh, elevate the space in a great way. And they're not the only ones. I mean, I, I, I can make a list of some incredible, you know, uh, animation projects. Um, and, and of course, then you've got your, your narrative and your, and your TV series and all sorts of like things coming in. You know, it's so interesting. You mentioned a couple of things that really, really stuck out. I mean, I'm, I'm taking notes here because it was really interesting. You, you mentioned a couple of things. First, um, I love that you called it a build market, right? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a bear market, but it's a build market. And yeah. and likewise, um, there is a there's a direct correlation between 
the bear market and all of a sudden you're not seeing uh, so many scams in the in the in the blogs every day. Correct. Where did all the scams go? Well, they left because they think the money's gone. They'll come back. They're going to come back. Yeah. But and they'll come back with a vengeance when the money's here. But yeah. but but it's so important. I, I think it's so such an, a a smart way to look at things to say this is a build market. This is the time you wanna you wanna crush shit when everything is quiet. Yes. You know, and this is what I, we talk about this all the time. It's like one of the things if you look at the people who. If you look at the people who became major, major, major influencers in 2021, the people who basically took over, have the biggest audiences, the fattest bags, whatever you want to call it, like those people came in, most of them in like 2016, 2017. They, they came in during the last build market. Sure. They, you know, maybe they came in the last bull market and kind of had to write it down. And then they were posi positioned properly enough so that they could write it back up because they knew what to expect, right? Bingo. They were ready for it. You know, I I, I always want to bring this up, and so I'm going to do it now. It, to me, this is the same if you are trading stocks. If you're really paying attention, mm -hmm. this is not the moment to sell. Mm -hmm. This is the moment to accumulate. This is the moment to build your position. And so that's that's what Squad does. That's what I do. I'm building a I'm building a stronger position for us, a stronger foundation as a as a leader. And you know we've shown up. So it's the same for any any project here. Like the opportunity to just build yeah. again, like in the stock market, the opportunity to build your positions um, instead of selling means that a lot of a lot because the stock market goes up 70% of the time over the historically, if you pull yeah. all the way back since yep. 1920. Yep. And, I mean, I, it's the same thing to me. Yep. It's the exact same thing. This is how you make generational wealth. This yep. is how you become a project that becomes a legacy project from the 2021, uh, you know, web three to film three. I mean, in our niche, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is how you become that project that lasts 50 years. 50 years or longer. And I, yeah, that's another thing that I think I got to, I think you and I have in common is that um, I talk a lot about longevity and legacy. And, you know, when we first hopped in, it was, it's, it's been very easy for me to publicly say um, that we're in this, I'm in this for the rest of my career. Yeah. Like I can easily, easily say that I'm in this, God willing that I'm, I'm healthy and, you know, nothing happens. Right. But aside from anything outside of my control, um, I can easily say that I'll be here for at least the next 25, 30 years. And I can say that because I've already done it for 25 or 30 years. Like, what are you going to do? Like, like I already, all I have to do is keep doing what I've been doing for the last 25 years. Like, there's no difference. It's just a little, it's like, oh, it, it was, it wasn't like learning everything from scratch. It was like just doing this. That's it. I just moved one degree over and said, oh, okay, everything that I'm now doing and I have been doing for the last 25 plus years, I'm just going to move it over one degree and focus on on with like Web3 and blockchain. But And 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 the, the history comes with you. Your yep. your background comes with you. Everything that you worked on comes with you. So so it's very easy. You know, people say, well, how can you say that? Or how do we know you're not a rug? And I'm like, well, have you seen like A, I'm public and B, have you seen what I've done in the last 20 plus years? Yeah. Like, what am I doing now? What are we doing as a, as a project now and as a company now? And what have we been doing for 25 years? Is there yeah. any other than other than the technology? Now, if no, then you have your answer, right? I'm not going to just magically disappear because all of a sudden I, you know, all of a sudden blo blockchain. I've been doing animation and comics and, and art shit my whole life, toys, 
you name it, I've done it. So of course I'm going to bring that into Web3. So, so the, the idea, the, 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 what I think is fascinating to me about the squad and what you're building is, and you said it yourself, is that it's, it's designed, what you're building is designed to outlast you right? It's designed to be here and be like, it has to be set. And, and, and I'm actually really interested to talk to you about this because one of the things that we do and one of the challenges of the project is everything that we build is done from the perspective of uh, how does it outlast us, mm -hmm. right? Meaning if we launch a technology or if we launch, even, even when we launch contests or new projects, all the stuff that we're trying to build up and all the stuff that we're that we're inventing for people to to take part in the in the universe and get rewards from 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 the success of the project and everything that we have coming out it's all designed to to eventually live without us and this mm -hmm. is something that has to be done from the jump right mm -hmm. it's very diff very difficult to have everything centered around around you as a founder or as a person and then and then just magically have it transfer over to a massive community that's like what the fuck so so how, how are you guys dealing with this i've got to be told i have i have been having this conversation all week with my partner julian I, I probably had it with him when he first came on so i was doing the squad i started the squad if you don't know with um uh four other women amazing women um el tusi who's an incredible journalist and, and documentary filmmaker, Corinne Weber is incredible. <laughs> uh, Hollywood producer. I'm gonna just say they're all incredible. And Landy Slattery, because they are. They're yeah. extraordinary women. Landy Slattery works for uh, uh, BBC and, uh, and Sophie Abla, who's uh, an emerging actress in London. And they were the only people that I could find at the time that were interested in filmmaking. This was February wow. 2021. And so I bring them up because, you know, I'm, I have been the one who had the vision, sustained the vision, and I'm still here. They're doing extraordinary things, all four of them. Um, but Julian came on because there came a point, especially when we we really exploded the sort of the the film three movement in March, at the end of March, when that kind of like blew open. There was just no way I could handle everything. You know, it's, it's so much work. Twitter to to just trying to keep an eye on the vision and and lead a movement, right? So, um, so the conversation I had with him initially was this, and in fact, I had this conversation with my good friend Mihai from Beam, who's a who's a very beloved advisor. If you don't know Beam, the distribution platform. Um, and I was like, this is, you know, you, you have to understand that the squad is, it has to come to a point where, if, God forbid, I die tomorrow, that the squad is robust enough to go on. Um, that that the community is strong and that the vision is there. And they happen to have seen my mind map, so they know where we're going. Um, uh, but I keep that very stealth because we didn't make a Satoshi until we dropped a membership pass <laughs> 10 days ago. <laughs> They haven't made a lot of Satoshis. Um, and actually, I don't think they're Satoshis. I think they're Ethers or yeah. Ethers. <laughs> um, but uh, we didn't drop in the bull market um, because I don't know about you guys, but because um, it was never a cash grab. It was always about building, you know, and yeah. find, finding people and how we could amplify and elevate and make their lives uh, better. So to bring this back to the squad, and legacy 
and you guys and the, and the same sort of thing. Yeah, I think, I think that the people that I admire, I think, look, I really love Nipsey Hussle. Mm. You know, the marathon continues. Yeah. And the marathon continues because he laid such an incredible legacy and a community and he changed community so much and he elevated so many people and he inspired so many people. So I'm hoping that the squad is, you know, as we grow, as we grow as a brand, as we grow as a, as a, you know, all the different things that I hope that we become. Um, you know, I always, I always say that Ava DuVernay is probably my greatest uh, inspiration for this. Mm. And because, you know, she started out, you know, trying to make a better world for black people and women. And, uh, and Array does that. And it started as a distribution company and then became, you know, there was an arm for education. And then they have, you know, uh, a creative directory and, and all sorts of things. So that's going to outlive Ava. And Ava will be a legend that she is, but Array at, or some form of Array will outlive that. Do you, do you get me? Yeah, I totally get you. I mean, I, I, it's so it's so interesting. I, 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 it surprises me. And maybe this is just my assumption. It could totally be an assumption on my part. Um, but the thing that one of the things that attracted me the most to the NFT blockchain space was the idea of uh, immutability and permanence, mm. right? Because as a creator, as a creator, you're always looking for something. You're, you're, you always want permanence for your work, of course. Um, but I was really intrigued by the idea that we, you could, if we work hard and you put, you're willing to put in that blood, sweat and tears into something that will most likely take the rest of your life if done properly. Um, if you're, and, and, and you're not in it just to IPO or exit, right? Um, if you're really going at it from a legacy perspective, uh, you have the ability to build something that, that will be here, uh, for hundreds of years. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we understand the concept of what the blockchain app actually is. Like, like consciously we understand, oh, blockchain is forever. Blockchain is permanence, uh, smart contracts, immutability, yada, yada, yada. But you don't see a lot of projects taking advantage of, of really understanding. And I, I do think the storytelling space is different, which is why I love it. But but a, a lot of a lot of projects that are out there, and we'll just say, I'll just without calling names, we'll just say like the, a lot of people in the PFP space. Um, they, they're just kind of like they do the thing and they're good and they're gone, or they or they they drop the next thing and they're moving forward and they might be making cash and they're developing, but. There's not a lot of, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of thought going on behind the scenes about like, hey, this is a hundred year project. How do we actually build things now that can, that can actually be, how do we tweak the, how do we build and tweak the machine right now so that when, when it has to, when the hand, when the keys have to be handed over, when the, when the keys have to be handed over, this yeah. thing can still move on its own and it won't even be a bump. It won't even be a bump because by the time, in a, in, a, in a perfect world, assuming we have good health and we have the time and, and resources to do what we need to do, when your yeah. hand opens and that key is passed, it should already really have been passed. So there's it'll almost be like, oh, cool, thanks. It's not a it's not a crash and burn, and everyone's like, fuck, you know, like what do we do? Fires, and people are like, it's over, and you know, like like you see that right now already. How many projects have you seen? where the founder, something happens, the founder leaves or a team member leaves or, or whatever, things happen. 
right? But but if if it's not built from the jump, if there isn't the idea that this thing is going to be around, people flood the shit out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think, I, I, and I don't know how about you, but I, I mean, not to say, you know, look, we've had our, our share of FUD, especially when we launch and stuff, but like, we're kind of FUD proof at this point. And I don't say that lightly. Like, it doesn't matter what you say. <laughs> like, it's like, okay, thanks for coming. You know, like, will it be here tomorrow? You know? So, and that's because we have a sense of belief and an understanding that we're going to be around. Like, sure. you know? I mean, I, I, I think we really align on that. Um, I didn't come into this. I mean, I came into crypto earlier. So I, again, I've already been through <laughs> a couple of moments where it's like, once you get used to 40% swings and they don't make your stomach flip, you're okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, yeah. and it's the same with the stock market. It's like, I don't even pay attention. I'm like, it's okay. It goes down. It's coming back up. Um, but you know, I didn't get into this thinking, well, look, let me say this. I, at first the moment was, wow, I, I, I can actually maybe mint something on the blockchain. And I did eventually, but again, once again, I didn't jump in to mint anything that was in my hard drive because nothing felt right, yeah. right. The right moment, because this is provenance, this is history. And I knew that. So making the squad. Like you're saying, from the very beginning was a, a sense of a hundred years, a sense of permanence, a sense of legacy, because I knew that we were at the 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 absolute beginning of an innovation that was going to change film. Yeah. Now, I'm changing a lot of things, but since this is my focus. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I knew this was the the moment of the internet, just like Bitcoin. Everyone was like. I hate that I missed out on Bitcoin. I was like, well, you don't have to miss out on this. <laughs> you know, it's it's here in your hand again. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I would like to say that that the squad is always. I mean, it's again, it's like why I I move very slowly, and if people don't understand what the squad is, I go look back over the last eighteen months of the consistency of me showing up every single day, brick by brick laying a pathway not just not just for the squad for everyone who's coming into the film three ecosystem that's why it's so much bigger than the squad i mean the squad is a foundation we've been building right to 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 launch off of to amplify that's what we've done we've amplified we've supported we've built and and you know to i don't know about you guys but to have finally dropped a squad member pass was really only so that <laughs> like i could get a community manager yeah. <laughs> right. you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Pay, pay, pay. I don't know my electric bill. I mean, you know what I mean. So I do. It's it's the idea is is so much bigger than this moment. The 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 where we're gonna be. What what I saw in February two thousand twenty one, I couldn't have anticipated January two thousand twenty two. January two thousand twenty two, and we like to call it the trifecta was when I dropped red flags as a one-of-one one, uh, piece of art and Claire Silver, who's a fucking OG legend, yep. picked it up. Um, uh, and then Julie Pacino, a week before, had sold out Keepers of the Inn. Right. And um, and then Miguel Faust had just arrived on scene and I, I, I asked him to 
um, start doing one of the squad rooms because I knew he really walked with the Web3 ethos. And and uh, Kayedita became, you know, one of the projects that we really amplified a lot. And and in fact, if you don't know this, they both went into production this week. Yeah, I did know that. That's awesome. On Saturday and Kayedita on Monday. And yes, and then and then the squad pass happened to also drop the same week. So it's the trifecta <laughs> moving. So so how tell me more about the squad. So how do you how do you like empower and, and help these filmmakers? Like what what's involved? If if someone if there's a filmmaker out there who's either in web three or about to be in web three and they've never heard of you guys, like what sure. is it that you actually do and how, how do you help filmmakers? Um well, I think, first of all, we're a built-in community at this point, right? So we plug them straight in. Mm. Um, and, you know, I, I can't say it's all the squad. I, I, I think it's Web3. I think that there is a core ethos of Web3 that is generosity and kindness. And so you find, and I'm, we're, you know, we've been making a joke about the PFPs and the rugs and, and the bull market, and they're not here. That did exist, and it does exist, and it's going to exist again. But the true believers, the ones with conviction and passion like us who are really building and the build market, the whole point of the squad was was to <clears throat> empower empower the creator, empower the filmmaker. Yeah. How do we do that? Well, we have four spaces a week now on Twitter. That's one way that we do it. And we can amplify people because we get people that come in we pretty much have the alpha and we pretty much you know drop the new alpha because you know how fast it all moves oh, yeah. We, yeah like like lightning so but i think that we you know we lead people we amplify them we give them eyes we talk to people about micro and macro actions so let's say that for instance, someone watching today can't afford a squad pass or they can't afford what you're minting. What what they can do is a micro action because they've got people that follow them and that is part of the community. And you can amplify by a retweet. And that's a micro action where you might not be able to buy the 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 the, the NFT or the token, but someone in your community can. Right. And, and so there are many ways to amplify, to help build you know, um, one of our, our most incredible, I think, members, and he was he came around June last year, uh, is Jason Charnick. And Jason Charnick has 20 years in post-production. And he ended up doing posts on Red Flags on mine and really helping me figure out. And here's, here's the thing. A filmmaker comes in and they're like, yeah, I'm going to mint my film. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> right. Let me tell you why. Because OpenSea only gives you 100 megabytes. Do you know how to compress that? You know, right. rare. Wow, they really dig you. They give you 50 megabytes. Right, yeah. Your 4K film. Um, so, yeah, no, you're not going to compress that down. But, you know, then we, we help guide them because there's Manifold. And you have someone like Jason that comes in with incredible generosity and, and, and technical ability to help people to help people navigate this this world and so that's what we do we educate it's another part of the arm of what we do um and uh and yeah and we amplify and and elevate and make sure that people know about uh each other partnerships have have happened um one of the i think one of the best partnerships that that the squad helped is uh with dcp pictures and bingeable 
um, which is a distribution platform, and they've got a lot of announcements coming down the pike. So it's things like that. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of like how do you qualify, qualify or quantify? I don't know. I don't know even which word to use. But um, yeah, how do you figure that? How do you how do you check the value of that? Yeah, how do you check the value of that? Because you know, I I think I think one of the I was getting ready to drop like an eighty tweet thread. Do you think that's possible? <laughs> I don't even know, but I would read it if you did it. Yeah, TLDR. Too long to read. Um, yeah, but but uh, I still might because that's not all. That's not even all the projects that we've amplified. Right. Um, you know what I mean. So. Right. But all of those projects, most of them are thriving. That's awesome. Yeah. That's that's so cool. Um, before we jump in further, I'm going to give a shout out to everybody in chat. Uh, we got Willie D. What's up, LFG? Welcome, Willie D. How you doing? Disrupt events. How you doing, Disrupt? Let's go. Welcome, Disrupt. Uh, Dusty, what's up, LFG? Natasha, welcome, Natasha. Let's go. And she says, "Wash his hands. Wash hands. The squad. What's up, KG? How you doing? Evening, everyone. What's up, KG? Thanks for showing up. And Rageous, what's up, man? Hey, all. How you doing? Awesome." Uh, yeah, you guys kick ass. Thanks for coming. Thanks for stopping by too. Um, yeah. So what do you think is, so here's the question for you. So we, we both agree that this is, we, we agree that longevity is the answer. We agree that it's a build phase. It's a build market uh, to use your terms. And, um, and we also know that, that because longevity and, and legacy is such a, such a huge factor and I think I think a lot of storytelling projects have this because we're focused on the long term. One of the things that I think storytelling projects, and I think this is most storytelling projects, there are outliers, but they are outliers. Most of the storytelling projects that I know, um, they're not board ape yacht club, right? They're not they're not um, you know like what Cool Cats did right after board ape yacht club, yeah. right? They're not PFP projects. They're not necessarily the the hot shit at the at the at that spark moment so so what and, and i agree with you i think i think what we do as well is that we understand that like the squad building a community and building an amplifiable network is so huge it's so important and i i certainly think that that's a key for longevity um how like what do you where do you see this stuff going like I mean, obviously, I think we're both. I think it's easy to say, like, we're we're both going to be in a. It's going to be a bear market for a minute. Like, I don't think we're coming out in like in six months. I think it's going to be a minute, and I don't know. It might be. I have no idea, but I'm I'm, you know, looking at charts and graphs as I'm sure you do. Like, mm. it lo it looks to me like we're we're hit. We just hit a a, a perfect um, four year bull cycle. So so that another. I mean, I'm looking at 2025 as like the next potential massive bull I run. Think Wow. Wow. Well, here's the thing. You, you've been in the business 20 something years. I've been in the business 20 something years. So I remember when there was like a big bull market in like 1990 something <laughs> and everybody was getting rich. And yeah. I was like, I was like, huh, I'm a, I was a, I was an actor filmmaker. I wasn't getting rich. And then, and then there was a big crash and everybody was like, Oh my God, you know, the economy is tanked. I'm like, huh, well, I'm an artist, I'm a filmmaker, it hasn't touched me, it hasn't changed anything for me. And I, I think that that gives us an edge. 
Yeah. I think that that gives us an incredible edge because we have dealt with rejection in one of the most difficult businesses, a business that requires you to, and, and this is a big conversation I have a lot, uh, and it's a shout out to Tony Tai who actually really brought it up for the first time, dignity. You know, the dignity that was constantly being asked for us to, uh, to surrender just to get an IP picked up by a gatekeeper so that they could, you know, produce the film and, or, or TV or animation or whatever and put it out to their audience. Yeah. I think that once you go through all of that <laughs> groveling uh, that you did, so they would say yes to your project and now you have freedom and you know you have freedom with your IP, and you know in your community that you can, they're, they're not only your your audience, but they're your co-creators, they're your amplifiers, they're everything. They are, they are your people, they're your tribe, they're your squad. And you, I want this build market to kind of stick around, because mm -hmm. I'm gonna build that. And where are we gonna be? I don't know. I think that the Film3 Summit in, in October in Los Angeles is going to help onboard a lot of people, which because you asked me earlier, did I expect to see where we are now starting in February, 2021? Fuck no. <laughs> right. It blew my mind. And then March blew my mind when we kind of were like, that's when we, we, we instigated the film three movement. And six weeks later I was at Cannes and someone was saying, Hey, well, you want to speak on a film three panel? And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what? <laughs> you even know where that's from? Yes. No, we don't. <laughs> right? And every time I see it, like I saw it in Spanish uh, yesterday on Twitter, it was like film three, <laughs> you know, the next evolution in, in cinema. And I was like, what? So to get to your point, uh, I think that by December, we're going to see, look, here's what I think. There, there are some great, stealth projects that are starting to come above ground mm. and, and stealth mm -hmm. and we're not talking about like someone like me who's an independent filmmaker mm -hmm. we're talking about someone with major teams and some money behind them but actually do move with the web3 ethos right right and that's right. important to me that's like that that's always my number one like litmus test yeah are you web3 or are you a sheep and wolf's wolf and sheep's clothing and there are a few of them out there man Dude, there are a few of them out there we i can like, talk i don't want to blast anybody live but there there are some out there <laughs> you hold, yeah i know you gotta hold it in <laughs> i am the worst everyone you know thank god for whatsapp because I, I i do a lot of i do a lot of that pissing and moaning on whatsapp where people are <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you know you know, I'm very protective of what we're building for, 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 again, I go back to the future of filmmakers. And while I, I really believe I want to make a world that's, that's more equitable, uh, especially for marginalized and underrepresented communities as a woman, as an LGBTQIA uh, member of whatever <laughs> member of that community, um, you know, but even there are a lot of voices that, that I think that can be heard because of this this new innovative technology and there's a real opportunity here for us to to make sure that that culturally our world becomes richer yeah right and and 
And so I'm very protective of those wolves in sheep clothing coming in and, and I have been known to blast them. Uh, and I, but at the same time, I'm trying to be a little bit better about that. But I do think that by December, we're not, again, once again, I don't think we're going to recognize. In fact, I actually have a show tomorrow in my OG squad space. And it's about how film three is getting ready to go stratospheric because yeah. of things that I know that are getting ready to happen. And there's a lot of stuff going on. I mean, you know, especially like a show like evening alpha, you know, we get to talk to so many people and full disclosure, like we had, we had discussions really early on. Uh, we were, we were just getting ready to go. And we said, well, let's focus on storytelling. That's the area we're in, you know, the kind of the web three storytelling space. And we were like, yeah, well, we'll, we'll invite everybody that we know, uh, and everyone that we want to know. Right. And, and we'll talk to people. And then when we run out of storytelling projects, maybe we'll move on to other, other things. And that was, I mean, we're 30 episodes in <laughs> and it's not, it's actually getting bigger, not smaller. For sure. Um, and if you had told me that again, three months ago, I would have been like, really? I don't know. I don't really, I mean, I know a few people. There's definitely more people now than back then. Are but you kidding me? This is rolling, man. There's so many. There's Are you so kidding many. me? Come on. I've done, I've done 300 episodes, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and we never stopped talking about stories. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Story is why we're all here. Story yeah. is why the, the, the PFPs are here. What are they doing? What are they promising their people? Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Here's a story. Here's a world. We're building a world for you. You can create story inside that world with your, you can go license the story about this lemonade or whatever. You can, it all. Well, isn't, isn't it, Jordan, it, isn't it funny? Isn't it funny? Like one of the things that I've, again, this is, you know, especially because, you know, we're both OGs on the, in the filmmaking and the storytelling side, even, you know, I kind of make fun of being an OG and in, in NFTs and stuff because it's like, you, you know, you've been here two days, you're an OG, but like, <laughs> but like, but, but, but with the, with the whole storytelling thing, it's like, okay, if, when you come from the other side and you've been doing it for a long time, um, it, it has been, it has been very fascinating to watch these uh, other projects who, who, have bigger launches you know than most people and they do the right thing quote unquote the right thing when it comes to their launches and building a community and getting that hype you know that that hype cycle is on fire so boom they got it sold and then they you see them scramble and and i can see it because i know what happens and i know how this works and you don't see it publicly everything is suave rico suave on the surface but like but on the back end, you can you can smell the sweat, right? Because all of a sudden they don't. All of a sudden they're trying to figure out story and how do we have? We've got ten thousand people or five thousand people with ten thousand pieces, and we got to make a story and build every the world. And what ends up happening is they end up putting some kind of cobbled together universe or or story that tries to bolt on all the stuff uh, that people have already purchased or the things they've already said. And when you do that. I'm not saying that it can't work because it certainly can, but it's so much harder. It's so much harder than if you said, we're starting with the story first. Yeah. The story comes first. The universe comes first. What you're building comes first. Point A to point C. Let's figure out. You don't have to have everything. You don't have to have the, the whole, 
you, you don't have to be George R. R. Martin about it. You know what I mean? You don't have to be like the whole freaking thing or whatever, but you have to have some clue as to what's going to happen and where the plot's going to go and how the story is going to move so that the thing that you're bringing people into fits nicely. Totally. Right? I mean, this is why I'm not going to shout out or troll the ones I'm working. <laughs> but I'm going to say this is why French Drifters is done so beautifully. Yeah. Right? Yep. So it's one of my favorite projects and I was super sick and I was on the allow list and I'm just going to pitch for a moment that I missed my, my opportunity because uh, I was in bed with an ear infection uh, because I think that they're going to be epic. They're, I think they're they're friends of the show. Uh, we just had an AMA with them on Friday and some other fantastic projects. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't so, know that. So yeah, the, Fringe are, is fantastic. They are incredible. And they're incredible because they're a super tight team and community, right? Well, and I think that's a, that's a great example. Like everything they put out is, is like it, it already, even, even if, and I want to make it clear to everybody who may be listening, who, <laughs> what's that? <clears throat> We're not being well, paid. I'm not being paid for this. Yeah, yeah. No, well, I want to. <laughs> I want to make it clear for for everyone who might be listening, who is thinking about doing jumping into Web three or jumping into Film three, and and thinking about making a project. It's not that you have to have the entire script written and no. every every T crossed and I dotted. It's Julie that. No, sorry, Julie Pacino did not have a script written. Yeah. In January, when she sold out the very first NFT strategy feature film to sell out, right? She had no script. Right. Just an idea. But you have the idea, but you understand because you, as long as you understand the concept of what you're making, of what you're making, you can start to drop things and create things that yeah. fit into a bigger direction and a bigger plan. And some of those things might not work out. We all, you know, this is still like, you're, you're kind of building in real time Well, you definitely are building in real time. So you're definitely going to push things out that don't work and that's okay. But as long as you try to push things out that you, that fit into an, a, a larger goal, People see that and people recognize that and then, and they respond to it. Whereas if you're just like, oh, we're going to do this and then you're going to do that. Like, I, I, again, I don't want to crap on other projects, but, but y y we all know projects that are out there and they launch project, project one and project two and project two a and project three. And you're like, I don't really <laughs> like, I've got stuff and that's awesome, but I'll, I'll put it like this. There are projects out there that are considered blue chip. And rightfully so, they have huge audiences and their NFTs are phenomenal. Um, but I know projects, I know projects, dozens of them, uh, that have more story and more depth and are actually prov providing more to their holders than some of the biggest projects that are out. You know, the projects might have 1 million, 10 million, 50 million, 100 million dollars, literally hundreds of millions of dollars. But their communities don't actually have as much as the storytelling communities are giving people right now because that the audience is involved directly and is actually helping to helping in the process of building the thing. And it's such a different it's a such a different approach. It's much harder, but it, it's so much. I think it's stronger. Like, what do you think? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I agree with you. I I. I think that it's like it's like screenwriting, right? You, you really need to know the end of your story. Yeah. Now, you don't know how you're going to get there. And that's the beauty of screenwriting, right? You don't know necessarily what, what you know, your turning point or, I mean, to keep it really simple, 
uh, from act one to act two is, and then from, you know, your midpoint and, and, and all the different turns and devices that you might need to go to get down to that path. But I honestly think that this, maybe this is just me as a screenwriter, but if you have a story inside of you, I think it's far easier to, to follow the path. If you know the destination instead, uh, and it's a bit like driving, right? If I know that I'm going to drive, uh, across country from New York to LA, um, and for the most part, I know I'm going from New York to LA. I know that. How am I going to get there? I don't know. Right. Can't see more than 20 or a hundred or maybe a mile in front of me on route 66. No, but I know where I'm going. Yeah. And I kind of feel that that's what you you know, that's think that's the important part. It's like, and we are building in real time. We're absolutely building it's so crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. Because we have to, it moves so fast, but and the technology changes. And so you want to grab that for the advantage of your community. Yeah. Like for me, you want to take everything and be, that's why I say like, we're really known for dropping alpha because it's fingers, feelers out all the time. Like how, because it's not an ego thing. How can you bring the alpha to your community so they can innovate mm. with their own communities? Right. Right. Because people who have the squad pass, they're, they're building their own communities around their own projects. So I, I, I do think, I think that we as storytellers know that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the first person to say, I refuse to tell you the squad has a roadmap. My roadmap is the bricks that we laid. Right. You no, know, as showing up every day. And just that trust and that confidence that there is something, but at the same time, there is a destination. Yeah. I just know how we're getting there yet. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's, it, that's, that's really fascinating. I, um, uh, one of the things that we always talk about, and I, I've done a lot of mentorship and advising with, a, mm. with hundreds of entrepreneurs in my, in my time, just a lot of startups. And like one of the things, one of the things that we always talk about is, uh, is you know you think you're you're taught that success is a straight line right you pull that to pull the arrow back and you let the arrow fly you pull the bow back and and the arrow goes straight and it hits the target bullseye you win and that's not what it is you 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 pull the you pull the bow and you let the arrow fly and what ends up happening is this like this big spaghetti shape in midair and then it hits a target and the goal is not to hit you don't even know what target you're hitting sometimes and that's okay the goal is not to to the goal is to hit a target not to like try to like only hit one right if if you pull the bow back and you fire that arrow and you, you're like i'm only going to go for that one thing if you miss that you're fucked. people fall off a cliff i didn't make it i didn't do my thing that my destiny my <laughs> destiny has has forsaken me my fate, you know, and all this kind of people just fall off a fucking cliff. But if you're like, but if you're willing to be like, to be like, oh, well, I didn't hit that target, but I nailed that one. What is this? What is this target over here? Like, if you had told me like my, my entire childhood, I put in the, I put my, my 10,000 hours in art into comics and I was going to be an, an, a comic artist, a, a Marvel comics, comic artist, penciler specific. I toured all up and down the East coast from the time even before I could drive, I was hitching a ride with my friends who could drive, going all the way up and down the East Coast to conventions, pitching editors, showing my portfolio, 
And I did that whole thing for, for about a decade from, from the day one where they're like, man, your anatomy sucks. Hey kid, your anatomy blows. You can't draw. Can you got to work on, on backgrounds. You got to work on storytelling, watch a movie or something. Cause you don't know how to do pacing. Like, like read a book. Here's some George Bridgman. Here's some storytelling books, you know, learn, learn about the heroes journey, like the whole thing. And yeah. then at the end of it, it was like, man, this is really good. Right. I mean, you, you go through the whole journey and then what ended up happening for me anyway, was when I was, when I graduated school in, in Atlanta and I was ready to, and I was ready to jump in. I mean, I had all these connections. I was like, this is it. I've, I've been doing this for my whole life. I've been, I've only, I'm only good for this one thing. This is what I've been training my whole life for like an athlete. And then the comic market completely crashed. I graduated that summer. It totally tanked. It was, it was gone. Death of Superman was big. And then the whole market com completely collapsed. Not only was nobody hiring, but like pros legends couldn't even get work. Like it was nothing there. And I was like, what do I do now? Because that, that target that I was aiming for all of a sudden the target moved. Right. And so, and so that's actually what landed me. Like I ended up like through a luck and fate landed at cartoon network and, and started my path down in the same space where I'm drawing every day, creating shit, but started off in, in cartoon network, which if you had told me that that was what I was going to do, I would have told you you were fucking crazy. And not <laughs> only that, but, but TFR, 15 years later, 15 years later, I land at Marvel comics, New York city. I land at Marvel comics. I'm working in Marvel comics. The, the two guys that I'm with were basically the only guys in what's called the bullpen, which is a world famous, like we're, we are the bullpen. We were like the last of the bullpen. And and the way that I got in to Marvel was because I had all this experience with Cartoon Network and Adult Swim and animation, and that was it. They wanted me in because of that. And if you had told the 13-year-old Todd, you would if, if if old man Todd had come into little kid Todd and said, Hey, you're gonna get hey, you're gonna get into Marvel. But the way that you're gonna get into Marvel is through animation. I would have told you you are nuts because it doesn't, that is not a thing that happens. It's still not a thing that happens, but it, it was what happened for me specifically. And so I think to your point, Joanne, like you have to, you have to, it's okay to not know, you, you know, the destination is there. You might not just know the steps to get to that destination. So as long as you take one step in front of the other and climb that mountain, you're going to get there. Absolutely. You just can't foresee the path that you're going to take. You just don't stop. Just don't stop. It's yeah. not hard. You just don't stop. You can't give up. Yeah. You can't stop. You have to have this herculean belief in yourself and i think that that those of us who have withstood the rejection in this business and are still standing it really is i mean i mean i'm going to be very current uh in in newsworthy and talking about serena you know and her retirement i don't think that anything has ever affected me so much in sports because i don't watch sports i don't really, i don't give a fuck i don't know that i'll ever watch tennis again I watched it only for her. Right. And, but the thing that she, that, that with the grace and, and the power and dignity and the way that she, she pursued her goals. And, it, and if she fell down, there was no shame in falling down. She just stood back up and went back to work. Yeah. And I think that what you're saying is right. You know, it's like, we don't know what the path is going to be. For every, if you take a look at her record, 
if you just look at one and you think, oh my goodness, you know, she, she didn't beat Margaret Court, really? I would like for you to take a look at her entire record. And then, I mean, and I'm a big Michael Jordan fan, but and then, you know, put Michael Jordan next to that and talk about whether Michael Jordan was pregnant and then like had an embolism and almost died and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? She kept getting up. And you now, you know what she said, what she, what, what she looks forward to? to in tennis now that like she has nothing to prove and i think you and i might be there now and that's mm. the really beautiful thing about building legacy there's not really anything to prove here at least for me right there's there's just purpose and conviction right. but for her she just wants to have fun again yeah she just wants to go on the tennis court and have fun because she loves it yeah and i think that that is something that i would love to see not only for myself as a filmmaker like to just have fun creating but also a lot of others. I would love to see more black women elevated in the filmmaking, you know, world or Latino or Latina women and 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 on and on. Do you know what I mean? In the marginalized communities where where the the mountain is not so hard to climb that you, you know, that you might lose joy halfway up. But yes. that the, but that the but that that we can make it a world where it's not only sustainable for us, but we can really tap into our joy while we're still doing it. Um, oh, I love that. Right. I think that's, I think that's excellent, man. I think that, I think you nailed it. Um, really quick. I want to say what's up with chat. Massive says, sup, let's ducking go. <laughs> I love what's that. up, massive LDG. What's up, dude? Uh, Julie Kendra. What's up, Julie? How are you? She says, I made it. Nice to see you, Jordan. Uh, Bad Kitty says, I agree. Story should come first. It sets up the entire project and community. 100%. And what's interesting too, what I think people miss is that part of the story is the community, mm -hmm. right? I mean, the project that you're making, whether it's animation or film or comics or whatever the output is of the, of the project slash company, it's an extension of the community and the story that, that the community tells. Whether they're directly involved or not, they're still telling a story. They're still involved in the making of it, whether you want whether you want it or not. I mean, you better accept it because it's a it's a fact of life, and it's it's a it's an amazing thing. Um, uh, Julie says hi, Wanish. Thank you for hosting. <laughs> no worries. Thank you, Julie, for coming. I appreciate it. And uh, she, then she says, "Nice to finally nice to finally see you, Jordan. I think aesthetics, characters, and location are key. Knowing the end would be nice, but where's the fun in that? I am signing up for the ride." Uh, I, I think that's it. That is a, that is a huge thing. I think we all have, you know, I think, I think really, you know, any, any project owner, and this is maybe I'm being too transparent here, but I think any project owner that says that they're like locked down, they got all this shit figured out and that everything is like on point and like, that's complete bullshit. Every single, I don't care how much money is in the bank. Every single founder that's doing a project or in charge of a, a, a company that's in web three. Your job is to put out fires all day and night. That's the job. <laughs> that's the job. Your your job is to put out fires, mm -hmm. right? It, that's it. That's what the job is. And so, and and especially in a cutting edge situation like this, those fires hit fast and quick, like and come out of nowhere sometimes. But anyone anyone who's like cool as a cucumber and is like pretends like they got it locked down, I promise you, behind the scenes, they're like they're the people flipping tables because some shit's going down. Like it's, it's, it is a very difficult thing. And so we are all for sure, Julie, like, uh, uh, signed up for the ride. Like we're all there. Um, Luis Venegas says, hello, 
what's up, Luis? Thank you, brother, for showing up. Um, he says, you guys rock. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, so Jordan, you, you mentioned, we've talked a lot about like not necessarily knowing the whole path of the journey, but, um, kind of knowing you, you kind of, you, you know, the destination, you know, you, you kind of have it up here, up, up in the head and you know, where you're going. So, but if, even if we don't know the, the actual, like all of the steps, like what's the next step for you guys? Like, where's the squad heading? Like, like next? Oof, what a great question. Um, well, you know, it's always been about creating a better future for filmmakers, right? And, and, and every day I feel like there's a new piece of information that, that comes up that we can kind of digest and, and, and add to the arsenal to, to make, uh, to make the case that film three and a, and a future and, and, and the innovation that it's the next wave of cinema. Um, we have been amplifying many projects and I, you know, we'll continue to do that as the projects come in, you know, we will keep trying to find the ones that truly move with the, with the core ethos of web three. Uh, that's always really important. Um, I think we've been fairly successful. I don't think that we've uh, actually in all of these months and all of these shows, I don't think we've actually ever uh, highlighted or spotlighted someone who rubbed anyone. Um, so we do 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 our do 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 our due diligence on um, on on the people that we that we you know spotlight. Uh, we have the film three summit. And I think that's going to be a seminal moment. That's Los Angeles, uh, October 21st to 23rd. Oh, awesome. uh, the squad member pass uh, that's a minting now that actually uh, serves as your all access ticket to, to the summit. So if you can get there and you have a squad member pass, it's, uh, it's your first uh, IRL utility. Um, and that's going to be really cool because we have some pretty fucking amazing icons not only in web3 uh coming in as far as like musicians and and artists that that you know that we're curating for like an exhibition and 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 then a, a concert but we also have uh incredible panels i mean that's what i put together for 18 months panels 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 that's that's what we do right so we've got some extraordinary i had to like really pare it down to what's most essential and what's most essential right now is we're trying to bridge you know legacy hollywood to this new innovative pathway mm. is if you're a filmmaker what are the things that you want to know how to do you want to know how to finance your film that's number one that's what we all want how am i going to get money to make my film mm. so you know the, the panels are going to really focus on i think the basics because it's a lot about onboarding and educating. So this is how you fund your film. Like these are different NFT strategies. These are how we're bridging Hollywood. This is the new distribution platforms that are being built out by some of the really innovative, you know, uh, people here building out film three. Um, so I think that's our that's our focus right now. That's you know that that takes us to October. And then beyond that, um, we have uh, uh, something kind of special happening in March in LA as well. Another, uh, all right. and uh, yeah, I mean, 
um, I would like to say we have a project or, you know, but again, it's like, it's listening to the community um, and figuring out what's the best way to use our treasury. Now that we have a little one um, to, to multiply our building power. So I think that that's kind of where we are. I'd love to to surprise and delight. And I do have some things that I've had since July 2021. Like for instance, we are, we're doing a, an artist reveal in uh, on the 14th of our member pass. So right now it's this super like low res, like JPEG that everybody's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> low res JPEG, but okay. I love that you love us. <laughs> it's actually a 3D thing that's going to reveal an artist on the other side of, of it. So I want to, you know, and Julian, my partner is amazing. Julian Flores, you know, he is truly like, I, he he's a connector. He's connecting all of these different and, uh, you know, film three communities and people coming in. He, he's the great connector and he's got great ideas. Um, and so I'm really trying not to uh, sound vague because it's so hard. I know it's the not, announcement. I'm, I, I am, I, I I am <laughs> raising my hand. I am notorious for the announcement of the announcement. Yeah, exactly. So here's the announcement of the announcement. There are some really cool things coming down the pike. Um, and I will tell you, there are uh, three people that have seen the mind map. Three. Three. <laughs> Julian. And I'm going to shout out Mihai has seen the mind map. And so has Stephen from Bingeable. Those three guys have seen the mind map. And, uh, and I've gotten the stamp of approval. And all three of them are super successful businessmen. I'm just a filmmaker. Awesome. I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, where can where can everybody find you? Where should we point them to? Oh, right. Well, you know, you just have to kind of forgive our website right now. It needs some housekeeping. Um, but uh, you can always find me uh, on Twitter. Uh, I don't actually think, I don't know if I know my Twitter handle exactly. It might be just Jordan Bain. And then the NFT Film Squad uh, Twitter handle. You can find us there. And you can find us um, four times a week on Twitter Spaces, uh, the OG Room with me on Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern. And then we have uh, our media three Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern. We have the Bilingual Room uh, with Film Frico and uh, Gino, two amazing filmmakers, um, one from Colombia and one from Argentina. They uh, run uh, a space for us on uh, Fridays at one. And then we have the Saturday matinee with Jason Charnick, um, which is truly uh, uh, something you all must experience. Uh, it's a rocket fuel one hour. Uh, uh, he's, he's awesome. And yeah, that's I love 2 PM, 2 PM on Eastern. So that's where you can find us. Um, you, we also have a discord. I mean, we don't know. We're doing all those DJ, G, DJ things. That's awesome. Uh, the Young Hollywood Blast Welcome says uh, essential panels happen on the weekly at the squad. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> well, hell yeah. Uh, well, Jordan, thank you so much for your time. This was fantastic. This was awesome. I, yeah. I This is, you know, I actually thought we were going to fuck around a little bit more, like talk about Brooklyn. And... <laughs> we'll do that in the green worm afterwards. <laughs> Me. <laughs> but. No, thank you for, for, this was a great, and great questions. Like, 
no one's asked me these questions. And so oh, good. I was able to maybe riff a little bit differently. And that was really nice. Thank you. Awesome. I appreciate it. Well, hang out for a second. We'll, we'll talk about Brooklyn in the green room just right. one second. But for everybody else, in the meantime, everybody else, everybody, thank you guys so much for, for watching. Thank you guys for showing up as always. Um, we certainly appreciate you. We love you guys. Uh, and yeah, please, by all means, go check out the squad at nftfilmsquad.io. Uh, check out the handles. Uh, go find Jordan online. Go to those links uh, that she was saying for, the, for Twitter. Uh, go check it out um because because the squad is real the squad is awesome and uh we certainly appreciate them and uh yeah jordan thank you again thanks thank you very much this is awesome cannot Ab wait to share this with everybody absolutely and in the meantime everybody thank you again love you guys uh peace out god bless